10 seconds remaining. Take it. It comes back to Burton from out wide. He strikes it. He likes it. And the Bulldogs, the Bulldogs have pulled off a miracle. What a win by the Dogs. Burton from out wide kicks the field goal. They win it. 15 to 14. Watch it again. Hello and welcome back to the Road to Rank 1 podcast. I'm your co-host Jack and I'm joined by Burjo as always. Round 17, mate, how'd we go? Yeah, so uh, 11.62 for me, um, a week where a real big super coach lesson was learnt and that's when you're low on numbers and you have an easy way to loop, you should always loop a really good score. I had Moses's 100 plus there that I really, I really should have looped. I thought about it. I was pretty much locked in on doing it. And then Sunday, 1 p.m., I found out Tino uh, was out for the Titans and I thought that the Broncos would have been a really good um, team that, that could go really well on Sunday. So I had Reese Walsh there. So I captained him, um, ended up being my lowest score in my entire team. So, yeah, it was one a week that could have been massive for me. That just really wasn't. Yeah. Similar score for myself around the 11.50 range. I actually boosted last week. Used my second last boost to um, bring in the origin guns, as I said, but it was sort of my hand was forced. Obviously, JMK was ruled out. We both have Sonny Luke at that second hooker position, so I was sort of forced into making a decision there, and I said, look, I want to use my last two boosts again, the origin guns, and I think Harry Grant's one of them. He's cheap. I was able to bring in him, Sean Johnson, in the same week, and I also took little punts on Richie Kenner. That went pretty well. He got 65-odd in a bit of a blowout. So very happy with that. Hopefully he grabs some cash and I can flip him later. But yeah, straight captain SJ. And then everything around it didn't really go great for me. I think buying Grant and getting 40-something from him was disappointing. Um, yeah, I really didn't have any other players hit a good ceiling other than Hopgood. Mm. It was Hopgood and SJ and they sort of got me to my good score. But yeah, even with hitting the right captain, I still scored pretty poorly. Sitting around 6,000 now. So it is what it is. I'm not upset with the moves I made. I'm happy that I bought in Grant because now I can just sort of let that sit with you and Marshall King rest of season. But yeah, not an ideal week. Yeah. So today's episode, we'll run through the team lists, talk about the options that we like for this week and the guys that we think are good to sell. We've also got a strategy segment today where we're going to look at the runs home and break it up into little segments of what teams to target that have withdrawals as well as our pod options and trades and skippers. So we'll just get straight into team lists. The big moves here, obviously Cam Munster returns, is a big one for the Storm. Um, most popular player this week, so big news there. We'll have a chat about him soon. Hosking and Peachy both drop out of the Penrith 17 with all of their Origin stars returning. Josh Papali'i has a hamstring injury, so possibly good things for Tarpany and Horsburgh there. Yeah. In saying though, Horsburgh probably goes to origin with no flag off for Queensland. So that's just a little side note. You could miss him in round 19 and 20. Yep. Um, Tino Fasul Malawi returns for the Titans. Dane Laurie's playing 5-8 for the Tigers. And then big things moving for the Broncos, as I mentioned, flag are out. Ricky's out. So that opens up good things for Brendan Piacora on the edge. Um Jerry Marshall King, named for the Dolphins, which forces Cody Nikarima to the bench. For the Dogs, a lot of movement in the pack. Oluwapu drops out for Rajab. 
Um, Harry Edwards returns on the bench with some super coach relevancy there. Dane Gagai is out for the Knights and big moves for the Manly Roosters in the final game of the week with Jake Trebojevic, Jason Saar, Brad Parker, Kalmatua Lungi all returning for Manly as well as, as Suali'i for the Roosters with Angus Crichton and Egan Butcher dropping out. So big movers there. We'll just get straight into the talking points for the week. Before we do that, we have confirmation as we're recording this. Reese Walsh suspended for three rounds. Um, have to sell. Don't yep. really have an option. Yeah, as someone who bought him in last week, I apologise on behalf of um, everyone who bought him in to Brisbane and Brisbane fans um, that we've really ruined him. Um, yeah, it just, just really sucks. It it was one of those sort of plays that could have defined my season where it could have paid off really well. But that's super coach. It's high risk, high reward. Um, yeah, it just it didn't quite come off, but it's all right. We, I think he has to be sold. I think that's the consensus. Yeah. Especially if you're in my position where you've got Guffo and Walsh. Um, yeah, Walsh would have been a tough death ride for non owners this week. Massively a tough death ride. Yep. So, anyway, I was scared yeah. not buying him personally. Yep. I liked him. I think a lot of people the Titans last week. I liked this one. I liked the dogs in 20. I was very upset that I couldn't get him. Yeah, just really unfortunate. Yeah. Really unfortunate for Walsh. But yeah, you've got to move on. He's gone for three weeks. Where you go, we will have a chat about some options at fullback. But um, he has to go, Walsh. Yep. Start us off, Cam Munster. Most popular buy of the round. Um, surprising in a way to me, I think. Cam Munster is the premium 5-8 option on the run home still. I don't think that's changed. I'd still prefer him to your Cody Walkers and Kalen Pongers. Even with the runs that have gone on this year, I feel like Munster has the highest pedigree we know what he's going to provide, and he will average 70-plus on the way home, no doubt about it. How do you feel about him? He's a guy that's definitely on my list who I could bring in this week. I'm just not sure. I don't know. I don't know, I don't know if I want Pomer at fullback at the moment. Um, it's my decision. I've got a few few sort of guys that we'll get to that, I, that I'm really considering as my Reese Walsh replacement. Mm-hmm. Munster is one of them. Just don't know if it really works with my team structure already having Ponger and Cody. Like Munster was a guy who I was content with death riding pretty much to the end from here. And I don't know, maybe I should just get him in, not look back. But, yeah, it's definitely a big decision for me this week. See, I feel Munster is a guy that you could potentially death ride away home. I've spoken about before, but a few weeks ago, I was quite worried about owning Munster as the guy that I took through the origin period with me. And... After he scored that 120-odd against Cronulla, we saw last week before he was ruled out, all the um, super coaches flooding to him. And that's sort of a relief for me that the risk is negated now that the masses are flooding back to Munster. Um, obviously, he has games where he kills it and he looks to the eye as if he's had a huge score, but sometimes he has like a 10 out of 10 game and he scored 80, 90 super coach points. Yeah. So it doesn't always translate for Cam Munster compared to, say, a Cody Walker who we see just popping up. He may seem like he's had a quite an average game and then he scored 90 yeah. in that average game. So Cam Munster's a very different player and I'm happy to own him. I don't know if I'd be moving heaven and earth right now, though, to try and bring him into your side, especially with Origin next week and the potentially doesn't play in round 20. Yeah. Yeah, I, I agree. I just – he was just shown a way one this year. And I don't know if I need to sacrifice Ponga or Cody at the moment. 
Um, it's just, do I go for a guy who's going to play 19 and has an elite draw like a Will Kennedy who I'm considering, or do I look at Munster? Yep. That, that's sort of the decision I have to make. Yeah. Speaking of Will Kennedy and the Sharkies, we have a couple other blokes here that are very popular options for good reason, proven premium options this season, um, Britton Nicara and Bulatalo. First of all, with Nicara, once again, I'm an owner of Nicara. You're not. Is he a guy that you're locking in? Uh, yeah, well, I want to. I definitely want to get him. Um, I was going to do it this week, but he's just – the way I look at it is if I get him, there's another guy in TRF who I really like who's a little bit cheaper and I've got really good numbers for next week already, especially if I end up going the Kennedy route. So he's another guy I could go instead of Munster or a Kennedy or I can pretty much get anyone who I want outside of halfback and hooker. Mm. Yeah, so it's it's a tough call. Um, I'm definitely looking at him, but I think I'm going to go for more, more of a pod route with, uh, with Kennedy there. But, yeah, I'm, I really, really do like Nakora. Um, just his base has been down the last few weeks mm. and his scores haven't been great. Um, there'd be a few owners out there, maybe new owners who jumped on uh, quite recently who aren't really that happy with the way that he's scored. Yep. But I still think he's fine. He's got a really good draw coming up. Um, it's a tough one for me. I think if you can buy him, do what you can, do it. Yeah, I bought Nicker in 15, I believe. He's been good. Obviously, the game against Melbourne, absolute um, shocker. He nearly scored 65 in that game they got blown out in. He ended up getting simbined and missed the last five, six minutes. So he has showed a good floor at times, but then at the same time in the games where they're doing well and he has scored attacking stats, he still hasn't really exceeded an 80 mark. So I don't love him. I think my biggest reason I was enticed into Nicaragua early on was the low ownership. And as you mentioned before, going a bit more of a pod route, I don't mind that here. Mm. Um, he's about 18, 20% range now, and that's just, it's getting a bit high. Yeah. I wouldn't mind fading. I think he's a fine guy to death ride. At the same time, if you were to bring him in, I wouldn't argue at all because I'm happy with him in my side, but I think he could be a death ride that you could get through the next few weeks without. Yeah, especially if I own, if I own Kennedy or Mortala, who's also on my list. So I just don't know. I think I prefer the way I play super coach traditionally is to have two gun fullbacks, two gun five eights, two gun halfbacks, and then my last reserve normally comes from a centre. And going against that and getting in another gun to RF, which I don't need because I've already got a mole, um, Bateman, Preston, and I will plan on getting for feeder. Yep. So it just doesn't really make a whole lot of sense for me to to go for Nicker here. So I, that's why I'm thinking I probably will end up death riding him. Yep. Yeah. Well, I think, as you mentioned, for feeder is going to come into our plans very soon and it could be hard to bring both these guys into RF. Yeah, no, it definitely will be for me. So, yeah. Mulatalo, though, um, another guy I've owned for a while. And another one just hasn't really shown he has the ceiling. Once again, I'm fine with people buying him, especially because Mortalo's price tag is reasonably affordable, just above 600K. He's cheapest he's been for a while. So I think there is limited risk with it. But once again, a guy that's ownership was the reason that I was lured in um, weeks ago. So as the ownership gets higher, you sort of get less reward out of it buying him now. 
Yeah, but you can also you also can you can get more pain from not buying him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The ceiling we haven't seen for Multar though. No, that's exactly. We've right. spoken about this before. He's put up really solid scores, and the range of scores that he's put up has been a lot smaller than has in the past. He's been a guy that's been known for a single digit score every now and then, followed yep. by like a one hundred and ten. Mm. Recently, he's been fifty to eighty. Yeah, a couple above that. He either gets two arm breaks or you know like a one break try. It's it's sixty five seventy. He's he's a really solid scorer and. He he seems like he's always just involved in the game. Like yeah. Always a chance for an attacking stat. He is, he is. Are you looking at him? Yeah, he's definitely yeah. There's a list, there's a list that I've got of guys around that sort of six eighty-ish K and below that I can buy for Reese Walsh. He's definitely on there. At the moment, I think I'm leaning towards Kennedy, and then probably Munster would be my next choice. And then Nakora, then Mulatalo. Just because I've already got a stack centre wing, like I, Nofaluma is my sixth centre wing at the moment. Yep. And I'm not playing him. Yep. Like I, I don't see a need for me to grab a guy like Mortalo. Yeah, I see the merit to it. Yeah. As we spoke about before, Dave Fafita turned up last week. Um, you wouldn't say burnt sellers because the merit in selling him was because there's cash to drop, and there probably still is. And he was break, yeah. break even still one forty odd. So. Probably if you held him through, you had to have that massive score of 120 to have any merit in keeping him. Mm. The question is now, how do we get Fafita back in our sides? Because it's not going to be easy if he doesn't yeah. drop under 800k. Yeah, I think most people, you either when you can, you bank the cash or you start to nuff out maybe around 20. My plan is to nuff out um, probably either Lem early or not for Wimmer and then get someone up to him, which, yeah, I think that's fine. I think Fafita is a guy you can break your team for. Come the end of Origin. Yep. Um, I may wait till around twenty one because plays big minutes. Maybe in game three, we saw what happened last time. Obviously, it's a different coach now, but maybe it's the same philosophy. So yeah, probably hold off till around twenty or twenty one, more likely. Yeah, I so, think I'm in the same boat. I I get why people just want to get him back in their sides, but he isn't playing around nineteen. There is a risk of limited minutes in twenty still. So yeah, I'm just going to play that safe. Yeah, another guy in a similar boat, Val Holmes. However, Val's in a move now type of category. Mm. Sitting around six fifty k with a very small seven fifty seven fifty k with a I think it's eleven be ridiculous. Yeah, do you think we're going to be able to get him back in? No, it's now or never, and it's now or you're committing to death riding him for the year, which I think you can do. Yeah, centre wings are good, like a position where you can pot up, like especially when we've got most people have Garrick Marzu. Um, Sarko Sarko AJ you so you've got you've got three right there um, Maju Garrick and Asako who you you're not trading out and you're probably only going to be putting one or two reserves maximum in your center wing like it's mostly going to be at one yep. so I, you can afford to not own him but be a nice one to get in yeah 100% I own him the whole first 12 rounds of the season mm. He averaged well. I think it was in mid-60s range. But just never saw this ceiling that he's come out with recently. But um, he'll be a nice guy to own if yeah. you can get him in. Mm, for sure. I don't see him making his way back into my team, though, Val Holmes. No, I don't think I can either. It sucks. Um, his teammate, Scotty Drinkwater, we spoke about him week after week now. He just keeps killing it. Um, is he a guy that we can possibly get in at any point this year or is it the same situation? He's probably going to get out of reach. 
Yeah, I see I can do it and I've thought about it, but he's 900 k It's just I can't justify paying that. I'd rather pay for Will Kennedy, although he's got 133 break even. Um, it's the cheapest he's been since round four yep. for Kennedy, yep. whereas this is the most expensive drink he's ever been ever <laughs> yep. in any Supercoach season. So, yeah, I By just think it, makes, yeah, I think it makes more sense for me to, to sort of predict who's going to go on this next drinky run yep. rather than getting him in at 900K. But obviously... I can't fault you for buying him. He does. He's the form fullback right now. So yeah. I'm surprised you, he's not getting more origin love. Mm, like, yeah. I know I know everyone wants Dylan Edwards as the sort of guy behind Teddy, but Jinky, Jinky might just be the smooth hands of that. He's very though. similar to Walsh. He, he will create attack. Um, I'd like to see at least someone throw his name out. I heard it somewhere. I think it was Justin Horrow on uh, the Levels podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Who, who shouted him out and I was like, yeah. I agree with that. It'll never happen. Don't get me wrong, but it's not a bad idea. For he's in so much form at the moment. Won't be coming into my super coach side though. No. Should have done it four weeks ago when I had the idea and did not. Yeah. These worries, guys, also big ones that are moving quickly and they're all very expensive now. Darwin Tennis, Lesniak, Sean Johnson, and Chance Nickel Clockstar. They all have Decent run homes as well. Is there any merit to bringing in any of these guys now at above 700K for each of them respectively? There's definitely merit to it. Um, I think I'd buy Chance no matter what. If I could, if I could, it was in a position where I could buy him, I think he's arguably a must in centre wing at the moment, um, especially when he's going to be playing round 19. Um, halfback's a bit different with SJ. Most people have... Hines and then either SJ or Moses. I think if you've got Hines and Moses, you can continue with that. Yep. Not a problem there, um, especially because trades are thin. We're going to end up having to need, need query soon. So, yeah, I wouldn't. Probably not now. Yeah, I, w- I wouldn't trade Moses to, to SJ or anything like that just because he's going to play more games. Um, but, yeah, DWZ to left field. I don't like buying people off their big score. But I think DWZ is going to score well. I wouldn't expect 170s every week. Yeah. But, yeah, I do think he will score well. CNK is the guy that stands out for me. I would really, really, if you don't have him, I would try to see if you can get him in. Yeah, agreed there. I don't have him. And it's probably just not an option now at this point for me. I probably just can't get there by any way. Yeah. But he's just killing it. And it's probably not going to slow down either. So I agree 100%. CNK is the guy that, you're going to feel much more comfortable owning. Provide such a solid floor. It's going to be up and over 800k in a couple of weeks. Yep. which is just incredible. Yep. I'm, I'm really, really liking. Yep. Next guy, we both have had a big look at Jeremiah and I around 530k. It's not one you have to move on now. The break even about 20, but it's probably ideal. Does he go into fallen gun status where we've seen? <laughs> Something big uh, from him in previous years and he's had a down year, but he's still 20 years old. I like, just look back to his run that he went on at the end of last year. It was just incredible. Yep. Um, I remember I looked at bringing him in as sort of a sort of a left field option halfway through the year because the Cowboys are rolling and I had drink water and I was like, yeah, okay, time to pot up. Let's go. Let's get an I And, oh, my God, he was 700K before, you know, and I couldn't afford him. Yep. And he just finished. He fin- I think he was up, up over like. 750, 800K by the end of the year. Yep. 
yeah, he can he can score tries. He has a genuine upside in the back row. I had a look at those scores as well from the back end of last year, and there was like a couple of those thirties. And I think you're going to have to expect that from. He's now a roller coach. He's like a centre wing at two RF. Yeah, but there is also the genuine ton in him. Yeah. No other back rower can produce on multiple occasions, and we haven't really seen that from Nana yet. Last week, very promising for him. 84, not doing much. It was a line break and two line break assists. But he's he he's a he plays a pivotal role in this team's attack. He's always going to be there to get kick tries. I'm I haven't owned him in the past, and I'm really excited to. I'm I, he's pretty much locked into coming into my team. Just because I really like it. I'm heavily looking at it as well, and as much as it excites me, it also scares me. It is scary, yeah. Because now I was always a bloke that I've looked at, and I feel sorry for other people that own him. There's some there's some days where you're like, I wish I did, but there's other days where you're like, I'm glad I didn't cop that 25, 30 from him. Yeah. So it's a scary proposition, but it might just be the time in the year to take that swing. Yeah, his work rate, his work rate, it seems to have improved. 84 without major attack is pretty pretty promising. Well, I think. It comes down to a certain extent when Billy backs you to play Origin coming off that massive four-week suspension and poor form yeah. to start the year. It's got to give a 20-year-old, whoever he is, a pretty big boost. Yeah, the Cowboys are rolling too. Um, I, I wouldn't mind owning a few of these guys at the moment. It'd be nice if they played 19. Obviously, Nana will be at Origin anyway, but um, yeah, the Cowboys are good. They're going to make a push, in my opinion. Two other two RFs that we both like as value picks. First of all, Brennan Pick, where as mentioned before, job security looks good for him. Um, I think in any situation, no matter how many trades you have left, I think you've got to have a real good look at him. 290K, break even if I think it's negative three-ish. Mm. There's probably just not too much that can go wrong with him. I don't think his scoring will be huge. I think he'll probably provide a base of 40-ish yep. and hopefully provide some upside with a bit of talent. But yeah, just looks very safe. Yeah, I'm still looking at him. I can go him over Nanai if I wanted to. Um, I'm just not sure. I, I do like the extra cash that gives me to bring in maybe a Fafita or a Haas um, very soon. But uh, I just don't know. I don't know. I, don't know. I think I really like Nanai. It's definitely something I'll consider. Um, I'm worried about Pet. I didn't really like the way that he looked last week. Made a few errors out there. Um, I, uh, I'm just not sure. Maybe Willison can displace him if Willison looks really good this week. Seems unlikely. I think he's, his job security is pretty solid here. But it just, I don't know if it's a surefire. And when for you it makes sense when you've got a few more trades. I don't have trades for cheapies at the moment. So that's why I'm probably going to hold off. Do you do you think that he has um, any attacking upside to him, or does, is it sort of like a Billy Smith vibe where it sort of seems a bit too safe? Well, he'll play he'll play right edge outside Reynolds. Um, whilst Walsh is out. Definitely there's attacking upside there because they won't go out the back as much. Their Reynolds is going to be more likely to hit short. Yeah, um, I think they're doing attacking upside in a team where the Broncos are that good. But I just don't know if I have – I don't have trades to trade him in and out as a a cheapie. 
Yeah, that's sort of where I feel a bit of a safety blanket from. If he's not a slam dunk, hopefully he can eke out 100K yep. and I can move him later because I have the ability to do so. If I didn't have the trades, it would be tough. Yeah, it's a decision I will have to make. I've got a, I've still got a lot of decisions to make in terms of trades. Um, there's a few options that I like. There's some that seem smarter but I don't like as much. It's just where I am at about 4,000, I think I'm going to start taking a lot, a lot more risks. And yep. Pierre seems like a guy who's not going to climb up the rankings. Yeah, that's fair. Sean Bloor, though. Oh, yeah, I, it feels wrong. He's another guy that's sort of on the Billy Smith vibe that we've had in our teams before a couple of years now, I think. He's in about 390K. Break even is lower than Pierre Kura's. 100K difference between them. Plays around 19, has been scoring really well. He's shown a bit of an offload and a bit of a tackle bust. John Bateman seems to have locked down the um, middle position at 13. Are you a fan of Bloor? I'm not as much as most people are. I don't I don't like buying him at 400K. Similar to Pierre Cura where it's like I'd, I'd much prefer Pierre Cura to Bloor for starters. Um, just because he's 120k cheaper, we need money to bring in Origin guns. Um, Bloor will play round 19, but he does also play for the Tigers. Yep. And when you ask me about sharks. when you ask me about attacking attacking upside, prefer Pierre playing in Brisbane than Bloor. Yep. But look, maybe he makes 150k. You can keep him as five or six in your two RF. I just don't know if that's going to be worth a trade in. Yep. Fair enough. I think it's an option though, and I, there are a lot of people looking at it. It's probably just doesn't have enough reward for me. Mm. If the Tigers were a better side, the play that Sean Bloor is entices me. But yeah, as you said, with the Tigers, there's probably just not going to be enough potential yeah. for tries there for him. It's one of those weeks for me where I'm, I look at all these options and I think it might be a really good week to hold trades if he can. Yeah, I'm obviously forced to make trades due to um, Walsh. Yep. being out, and I want to capitalise on this Nanai break-even being low and this Tigers matchup. But I think I don't love a lot of these guys as options. Yeah, I think it could be a really good opportunity for people out there to save a couple of trades. Mm. Obviously, you're in a different situation where you really need to spend them. Yeah, I said this last yeah. night. I think it's going to save trades too. I've sort of been struggling to find the trades to make. Yeah. Sort of forcing myself to trade. Because there's just a lot of options and you don't – it's tough to nail down who looks like a surefire thing, which is obviously good. That's what we want in Supercoach. We want people to have be forced into making different decisions to each other. <clears throat> but it seems like the pack is really keen on bringing in Origin Guns mm. this week. And that's which is interesting. In Fafita, Munster and um, Val, which tells me maybe people are better off for 19 than I thought they would be. Yeah. So, yeah, it's definitely interesting. I'm just not sure. Maybe people are burning – Plenty of burn a boost or use these three trades next week and, and get in all these guys just because they want their origin guns this week. I, I, yeah, I, I, it seems like a good opportunity to save trades when others aren't. May, oh, I wouldn't say it's possibly the reason that people are making trades, but there are a few very popular options that need to move in Shulstar, um, Hosking. Hosking, Billy Smith. Yeah, Billy Smith is Teddy. one that's sort of just been killed off. Teddy at a high price, yeah. He has to go as well. All of those names, you're happy to move, as well yeah. as Reese Walsh, we already mentioned. 
Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, for sure. You I can don't move them. Hosking, there's no real upside in him moving forward unless there's an injury to a back rower. Schuster, you can't really see tunning up right now all of a sudden. None of these guys play round 19 either. If they yep. played round 19, it's worth a hold. None of these guys will. Yep. So I think all of those blokes, Schuster, Billy Smith, Hosking, Tedesco, and then your Walsh, happy to sell them all. Two that are a bit more interesting though, Dream Buller. Yeah. Popular sell this week. Um, doesn't make sense. Ridiculous. So the Cowboys this week, which I know the Cowboys have been better, but it's a decent matchup. He scored 120 against Yeah, him. seen him score well in the past there. And the Sharks matchup in round 19 isn't ideal, but you knew this coming in to last yeah. week. Where and then it's the Knights. Sell. The Knights in round 20. I think he's going to be not only a useful number next week, Round 20 is going to be difficult for some out there. If you've got a lot of South Raiders players, which I know people do, people own Horsburgh, people own Tarpany, a few people have Hudson Young, Tomoko types, and then a few people also, a lot of people have Cody, AJ, Campbell Graham, Keon, these sort of South guys. You could be down five or six players. Yeah. I know not everyone will, but the biggest thing about round 20 is we've not seen a lot of rests in terms of origin. And that's probably where most of them are going to come in. I think they're all going to – I think that's where we're going to see them all is um, is, is going to be round 20. I think – don't expect Harry Grant to play. Don't expect Cook to play. But that's going to be the week that could be the most chaos. And Dream Buller, not only does he play – Could score well. Good matchup against the Knights. Yep. I agree 100% with everything you said there. Um, if you've held him to this point through the tough round 17 by, I think yep. Buller's the guy that you keep running with for a few more weeks now. Yeah, for sure. Ruben Gaik, though, this is an interesting one being in the top 10. I think in terms of points purely at fullback, we're happy that he's there. We've seen him score very well at fullback in the past. I don't think there's any doubt that he's a guy that you want to run home with. I'm just surprised at how many people are prioritising cash at this point because I think the general consensus was that people are getting low on trades. You're trying to set your team up for the run home. I don't really understand why people are locking in two trades that they know they want to run home with Garrick, but they're saving, what, 150, maybe 200K? This is crazy to me. This is a guy I'm considering captaining this week. This is absolutely crazy to me. Garrick, I know I know he's got a high BE, but surely we're not looking at break-evens that heavily at this point in the year. The break-evens you want to look at are the low ones where a guy could get out of reach. Yep. Not the high ones of a keeper that you have to sell – your position, where you've got lots of trades, I could see it maybe being worth it. It becomes a discussion, but I'm not even considering it myself. It's points, though. Points points is what wins Supercoach. Points is what's going to win your head-to-head matchups. It's what's going to climb up the ranks. And Garrick scored 62 doing not a lot last yep. week. Yep. So I couldn't. I could not trade him out. 100%. I agree. As you said, I've got 18 trades, and I'm not even considering it. No, not at all. So I don't get it whatsoever because I don't think anyone has as many trades as I do at this point and it doesn't make sense. Yeah. Prioritize, prioritize the points right now and don't sell a keeper like Gary. Yeah. So now we will get into our strategy talk for this week and we're looking at what run homes we can target. So we've sort of broken it up into periods of – well, we got, we're in round 18 now, so we've got nine weeks left, sort of breaking it up into the start, the middle, and the end of that period. Yeah. And as we said, I've got so many trades up my sleeve. I'm looking hard 
at which players and teams I want to target during this stretch. So I've had a look at it. My favourite team over the next month of football is the Sharks. I think Dragons this week is big. They got the Tigers in 19, round 20, play the Warriors, which isn't ideal. And then 21, they've got another good one against Manly at points bet. So I think over that period, I like the Sharks a lot. There are a few other teams, though, that probably aren't going to be as good, but I like a lot. The Raiders, I think they play the Dragons in 19, and around that, it's actually really nice for them. Oh, okay. So I have a bit of Raiders flavor in the pod section coming up in terms of center wing because I think there might be some upside there for them. Yep. The thing is not a great attacking team. No round 20 either. Just... Makes it a bit more difficult. Round twenty is gonna. I feel like if you load up on these guys, you're gonna you're gonna really struggle with Origin. Mm. The Knights is another one I like. They don't play round nineteen. Yeah, but some really good matchups where I would want your Marjus and your Ponga. Yeah, I think if Gagai was available, he'd be a really nice guy to go through there with. And the Broncos also have a nice six weeks. And I think losing Walsh and Flegler and Ricky for a big portion of that sort of hurts mm. that for them. Yeah, but I still like them a lot in that draw. But the Sharks, the big one for me over the next month of footy, I think you're really going to want your Sharks players. And as you said, looking at Will Kennedy, yep. I like that a lot. They got really good four weeks of football. Moving forward from then, from round 22 to 25, Souths have one tough game against Cronulla. And around that, they've got three good ones. I think there might be a Tigers. There may even be a Dogs. Maybe not, maybe not Bulldogs. Definitely a Tigers game in there. There's three matchups where I'd be really scared not owning Trell and Cody. And if Latrell is back in this round 22 stage of a long rest, I would consider just bringing him in and then moving him when he gets to that bye. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Para also, 20 to 24. You, Mitch Moses and Gutho, for you, they're going to be very helpful through that stage. Yeah. I like them a lot. And as we spoke before with Sarko, the Dolphins, yeah. From around 22 to 26. I think they've got a tough one in 27, but there's going to be a five-week period where you might even have a look at, say, the hammer in your center wing. Yep. JMK would be nice like them. Finally, to finish the season, the Warriors from round 23 to 27. So they got the buy in round 22. Yep. We obviously own a lot of Warriors like your Sean Johnsons, your Charles Neal Clock style, but I don't think you'll sell those guys in 22 because their last five weeks of the season are really, really yeah. nice. And this is sort of the idea behind going like a Dalmatini's or Lesniak. The Warriors could have a massive five-week stand of the year. So they're one to run your black book. Um, I also like the Panthers. Cleary's going to be a tough one to not own over the last month. they got some nice ones in there. I think the Cowboys might be like one of the hardest they have in that last month of footy. Wow. So tough night and Cleary there. Yeah. The Storm, 24 to 26. They have the Broncos at Suncorp in 27, so I wouldn't be looking at that one as a good one. But the three weeks prior, mm. there's some nice ones in there for the Storm. And this might be where you're playing with, say, all your 5 spots because we've heard Para, Souths, Storm come up with your big Cody, Munster, and um, but was Dill Brown not Dill Brown anymore? Yeah, yeah. Ponga save for the Knights. Ponga for the yeah, Knights early, yeah. true. Yeah, 
And finally, Manly 25 to 27. So this is once again, Garrick you're going to want for this at the end. Yeah, for sure. So I wouldn't be selling the likes of you, Garrick. But I think the big thing is to look at now, over the next month of football, I think Cronulla has the best run. Yeah. So all Nicaragua, Mulatalo, Kennedy, Hines, you've got to have in your side. Even Yusiani Katoa and Ramians could be worth a shout. Yeah. I like all those boys. And moving into the pod section, I might just like some Raiders center wings. And yeah. it's kind of yucky because they don't like to score points. But Seb, Chris is at fullback at 1% ownership, 400K. And I know that our center wings are stacked. But how much risk are you taking moving Billy Smith or an Al Motti over to Seb Chris playing fullback with the softest draw over like a six, seven-week period? Mm-hmm. Plays the Dragons in round 19. It's just this point of the year you sort of have to start to take some risks that potentially it's, you know, not great. Average is 45, 50, but there's a good chance they could average 65. Yeah. And Seb Chris's involvement in the Raiders attack isn't great. Oh, yeah. Yeah, also sub 450K yeah. options. Jordan Rapiner for one, as well as Matty Timiko, who was 700K wow. not long ago. These guys, they could just be worth a fly that could go on a run with some really, really soft matchups. For a long period of time too. Like when I was having a look, this Raiders draw was the best. Very good, yeah. It was the best I'd seen. I was like, yuck, this is the Raiders. Like there's no real value in any of these guys. Pretty much from now to the rest of the year is good. The price tags though, that's that's what can provide value. Yeah. You know, you're moving across from a cheapie that's considered a failure to a guy like Timiko. From who yeah. was 700. Billy Smith's not much ago. more to yeah, Timiko. So I like all those Raiders boys. Another one, Dom Young. He's mm. a bit more expensive at 617k, 4% ownership. But with the Knights having some good games, obviously they got the dogs this week. They also play the dogs in 24. And in between 20 to 23, they've also got good games there. Mm. Dom Young scores tries in bunches. Yeah. So although 600k sounds like a big price tag, if he comes out and scores four against the dogs one week. Yeah, I really like Dom Young. He's like a guy I've looked at multiple times this year, never really jumped on, never really traded him in and traded him out. I never never really thought about it that much, but I, I definitely have considered him. Nice pod, really nice pod with genuine ceiling. Yeah, like, he, when he scores tries, he scores tries. Had a 148 earlier in the year. So, And when you play over now to, what I say, round 24, mm. dogs twice as the Tigers in there may have the Dragons off Tom Head, I'm not sure. Big, big potential for some massive scores. Especially with Ponga yep. in the side. No Gagai. Worries me a little bit for him. Gagai has been putting him through a lot of holes. I don't know if that's long-term, though, for Gagai. No, I think he'll be back around 20. It's been something he's been dealing with for a few weeks, I heard. So yep. I say he misses this week. Rest in 19, he's back for 20. Yeah, Young will be on my radar post-Origin for sure. Yep. Finally, one that we mentioned before, Sione Katoa, sitting at 450K at 1.7% ownership. The Sharks like to move the ball around and give everyone mm. a share of it. Yeah. And as low as Katoa's floor is, there is potential that he can come out. And he's not a guy that has a massive ceiling like a Dom Young, but if he scores a double, he'll give the 80, yeah. 80, 90 points. Yeah. And there's every chance that he could do a couple of them over the next four weeks. I do like Sione Katoa. Very cheap. But he's break even still 100. Yeah, no. Scored wow. eight two weeks ago. 
Um, I looked at it pretty thoroughly because I will be bringing in a shark no matter what this week. Mm -hmm. And he's definitely on the list, but I don't know if he's really going to be that much of a keeper for me. Like he, he's going to be bad in, in tough matchups. Yeah, the thing that turns you off Katoa is if he does well, he's not going to change anything for you. Like he'll, no. in a great game where he crashes over a couple of times, he's not going to be able to give you the ceiling of a Dom Young, Maju, yeah. Mortalo. Like, he can go on a run though. He can go on a, run, a serious run. But you need him to back it up weeks yeah. in a row. So you'd need over this next four-week period for the Sharks, you'd need him to score, yeah. say, five tries. Yeah, and they're just a really balanced team, the Sharks. You never know who's going to score for him each week. Um, I like Katoa. Bunch Ramian into that as well. Yeah, Ramian's not, not too much more expensive. I think Talakai's getting cheap too. I like them all, but it's just hard to nail one down. And Ronaldo seems like just such a more safe option. More expensive, obviously. But, but it's not even that much more expensive. Only 150K from Katoa, 100K from Ramian, a bit more. Talakai, yeah. So, yeah, I. it depends where you're at, though. Yeah. Ranking's low and you need to make a big play anti-pod, but you still want to go Cronulla. Maybe just miss Mortalo. Yeah. I've, I've definitely considered Katoa, but, yeah, I don't think I'll be going there. Yeah, fair enough. Getting to our trading skippers for the round. Yeah. So you're undecided. Well, yeah. you got ideas but haven't made the decision. <laughs> I'm close to a decision. I think I will be going Will Kennedy and um, Jeremiah Nene yep. in for Hosking and Bruce Walsh. Um, does not leave with me with much in the bank. Will mean that I have to, I will have to nuff out people moving forward to get in my origin guns. I might end up with four nuffs for the run home, which I don't, not sure how much I like that. So I will probably consider Peakura in there, and maybe a Sione Katoa if a little bit cheaper. But I'm pretty set on that at the moment. Um, this sort of work, I don't need to work out how that's going to work for me in terms of moving moving forward. Yeah. But yeah, I'm, I'm leaning towards that at the moment. And what about yourself? Just quickly, while we're on your side, Peakura, if you were to get him, is the cash going anywhere else, or is it still Will Kennedy anyway? It'll still be Will Kennedy. Okay, so or, it's just in the bank now. It'll be Will Kennedy, or I might go. I'm like, I've looked at drink water or Val. Okay. It'll likely be Will Kennedy and then I'll use – so it leaves me enough money to go Schuster to Haas. Okay. Because Will Kennedy's a guy that I liked. I think it was Monday, lockout ended, and I just said, I think I might take a few weeks for Kennedy. And it's the same vibe as drink water, so I'm glad that you're going to do it because yeah. I don't think I'm going to do it myself. Where I'm going, I am locking in Hosking to Pierre Cora. It's sort of just a no-brainer for the situation that I'm in. Freeze up bit more than 150k it leaves me about 200k in the bank and i sort of don't know exactly what to do with the rest of it i've considered schuster to nene i don't know it's it looks good because i think schuster sort of provides us no value now and now it has a lot of potential i think that's a good trade yeah I think that's a really good trade i don't know if there's points i can make up more elsewhere trying to go like a billy smith to someone that it would have to be under 550k so it's not, not much, much there. Not much. Maybe Sione Katoa. So, yeah, I think Schusterdene is what I'm looking at. Rum numbers for around 19, are they looking good for you? Very good. I think I've got about 12 guns plus like yeah. two to three not great ones. Mine is they're all – I think it's 13 guns and then Wade Egan and Connolly. 
happy hour. Yeah, well. Wow. Yeah, so I'm, I'm in a very good spot. And um, that's that's factoring in that Moses will be an origin and yep. I, I assume that that will stay. Well, if he's not, then Heinz yeah. will be in. Yeah, exactly. Go the way. So I think, I think I'm looking really good for that. That's why I can afford to maybe go Nanai very easily. Yeah, I'm feeling the same way. Yeah. I feel like we've already got a good 13. I don't really need to get a round 19 number. And I'll probably make no trades um, in round 19. Yeah, I think if I don't make trades in round 19 and I make two this week, I think run home, I'll only need to save one. Or you may able you may be able to use your um your three trades to get in some origin guns even though they're not going to play. Yeah, in round 19. No, I could, I could you could have that. the opportunity to do that when you're not going to be strapping for numbers. Sort of like an extra use of a boost yeah, without needing them. Yeah, I know um, Dr. Kando considered doing that. Um, in round 16, and I thought, yeah, you know what, that makes a lot of sense. I will play around with that, actually. It's yeah. quite a good idea. Um, skippers for the week? Mm. What's your thought process? Yeah, well, Nico Hines and then we're back at the moment. Um, considering Garrick and Ponga, for sure. Yep, I think Ponga's definitely one you would keep in your mind. If I had Ponga, I'd be tempted. Yeah, and I, pro- I probably will um, definitely consider that. I think Garrick's going out of the radar four pines against the Roosters, who suck. Yep. Um, bit underrated in my opinion. Um, I probably won't do it, but I think he's going to score well. I, I expect him to go over at least 90 here. Yeah, so it'll be, it'll be VC Nico if I don't do that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm considering the straight C purely because I still have Schuster in my team. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm pretty locked in on Nico's straight C, as I said earlier. Um, I captain Sean Johnson, first game around last week against the Dragons. Went swimmingly, so I think I'll be expecting the same thing from Nico, and I'm just going to lock it in. At points bet too. <laughs> it would be scary not to have – even if you had the vice-captaincy on him, I'd just rather – His last three week. games, he's tongued up against the Dragons. He has two 180s against them. Yep. Yes. Yeah, so. It was it was last year at the start of the year, so I remember we started with Sam Walker. Did you start with Sam Walker last year? Because I flipped him to Nico Hines in round three or four. I did, yeah. Last year I was and way so, too loyal. I was way too loyal to Sam Walker. But yeah, you, yeah. I, I brought in Nico in the Dragons matchup and captain him first game of the round against the Dragons, and he went nuclear. Mm. I'll be expecting the same again this week. I think. Yeah, I'll be going the same way. Yeah, Thursday night at PBA. Yeah, he'll, he'll do definitely very well. He's probably going to be my captain. Other options, I think. Have a look at them. If you had a Fafita, I'd consider him. Ponga, I like against the Dogs. Even maybe a Maju if you're looking to make up some points there. I just don't see anyone outscoring yeah. Hines in a nutshell. I hate deciding whether or not to loop as well. Like that, that was such a tough decision last week and it paid off. I completely like went the, the worst possible way. Yep. So I might just take the decision out of my hands and straight captain him. It could be an anti pod play that has a chance of coming off, but. No, it's not a risk that I'm going to take here. I think I'll take my antipod captaincy plays when Nico Hines isn't playing the worst the team. The Dragons the just got absolutely flogged by the Warriors. The Sharkies are a bit of they can be off and on, but off the back of a bye, I hope they can really, really improve. After not taking the captaincy on Nico in round 16 as well against the Dogs and watching that, I don't want to go through that again. I've had enough of death riding Nico this year and I'll be straight captain yeah. there. I've had enough of death riding in my entire life. I, I'm always – I never end up getting it. It's like last year I stayed way too loyal to Sam Walker for way too long and then I, I ended up buying Nico the week he went 180. 
or 160 or whatever it was against Star uh, the Warriors when Kennedy yeah. got sent off. Yeah, yeah. And oh my god, I was so lucky. <laughs> could have been, could have been so much worse. Yeah. yeah, we don't want to gamble against Nico because it's gone very south for us in previous years. We're not going to mention 2021 at the Storm. Yeah, it worked well for me. I bought him at 280k and it pretty much won my season. Then you faded him. You were at, what, 50th around yeah, was, at some point? I was 50th overall about the yeah. time he came into the side for Pappy and it went yeah. downhill quickly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, we're not going to talk about how... Ockenbor and Frawley or whatever ended up in your team. <laughs> yeah, up that year. But anyway. <laughs> anyway. That will just about do us for today. I think as yeah. soon as Jaden Ockenbor and Matt Frawley come into the Supercoach podcast, that will be enough for us. Um, enjoy the footy this week, everyone. Thank you all for listening. Also, quick shout-out to the Supercoach Hub, having us on the pod last night. Yeah. Had a great time with that. Everyone give that a listen where you can. And, yeah, have a good week. Good luck, everyone. <laughs>